This week, we examine a discussion between an atheist and a man that claims to be possessed by a demon. Have we become believers after seeing Nefarious? I'm Matt. I'm Chad, and you're listening to, or watching, episode 125 of We Used to Talk About This at Work. man how you doing this week man i am doing great you feeling good being back in that second chair no 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 not because of this but you know uh my son just started sports again and you know what what sport is he playing this year baseball it's uh we we've come full circle new year everything he's in uh seventh grade now um he was in um, beginning band last year he's an intermediate band this year this year so now he'll be like taking trips across the country to different regions performing what? doing things like that and um what now he's back does he play piano tr- trombone okay um and like he'd be at home practicing and he'd be like dad see this well, that's not what a trombone makes, but yeah, you get yeah, the point. He'd be like, he'd be like, <laughs> right? He he he'd be like, ah, oh, that's a F key. And now you hear this, that's a G key. And I'd be like, that sounds the same to me. But good yeah. job though. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you can tell the difference. But I was like, that sounds the same. But from last year where he was at baseball to this year, so we was practicing and everything. And I'm like, you a lot bigger than the rest i'm like when you swing you know just swing as hard as you can if you miss don't worry about it blah 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 so um what why are you telling him no don't tell don't tell him that see you don't know about baseball that's what our coach said he don't care about strikeouts you you don't want you don't want him to blow his shit out Oh, that's true. Because we did have a kid uh, dislocate his elbow. That was my throat. Don't tell him to put all his fucking power into it. Into swinging, not throwing, and swinging. I'm talking about swinging too. Like, Uh, do you you remember? It was many episodes ago. Laurent was telling us about when he was doing softball, and he was over here playing softball like baseball. And like by like the fourth end, and he was like not feeling good because like he was like putting too much into every swing. That because he old though. That's why these kids are young. They bounce back all the time for these things. <laughs> okay. So, and before I tell you what happens, it's like it's so stressful watching your kid play some sports because you want them to succeed. You you know you can do the job at hand and do it well, but you know they got to do it. So he was up to bat. One strike. One ball, we was like, good eye, good eye. Don't swing at that. And next one, hit it out there. Well, he got a single, but that still counts, though. Yeah. So I was just so happy for him. He cheesing, everybody yelling his name. That was my proud father moment. I was so happy for him. And we won the game. So good. This is a yeah. definite improvement over last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Last year, we got destroyed. I don't think we won any games last year. So we off to we undefeated right now. You are the champions after one game. Oh. We haven't lost nothing. So if somebody beat us, then we still champions. That was like a proud father moment because you know we worked on stuff. Also, him catching using two hands and stuff. He was able to uh catch it and stuff, get some out. So 
I was just so happy for him. I was it was a proud daddy moment. Uh, so uh, tell me, why did you see Strays? Because you couldn't, so I wanted to represent. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, I did get in the um, I did get at the in an invite. We not not me. We got an invitation to the screening, the the advanced screening. I didn't want to go. And you live in Japan. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So then I, seeing that, and plus, I, I wanted to watch something, um, you know, lighthearted or whatever. Not nothing too crazy. But for, for you don't know, Strays is a comedy starring, or the bit, the synopsis is dogs. Um, how do I, how do you describe that? Dogs that talk. I don't know if you want to say. Yeah, it's you, a talking. You, it's a talking. Movie is it's that? a live action talking animal movie. No. Yes, but it's not for the kids. This is a mm-hmm. adult movie. No, no, no. Wait, did you see <laughs> this? It? This is porn. No, I didn't see it. I didn't go. I didn't go to the screening, and I wasn't spending. Wasn't gonna spend money on that. I wasn't uh, gonna go into Nicole Kidman's house. And then watch that shit. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. It's definitely not for the kids. This is for the grown folks. Okay. So do not send your kids to this movie. Uh, it stars like Jamie Foxx, Will Ferrell, Will Arnett, Randall Park, Dennis Quay, you know, Josh Gad, Isla Fisher, like Josh Gad. <laughs> good people for these voices. <laughs> okay. So it's basically a about a dog who is um uh, the owner is a bad person who treats him like shit, and he meets up with these strays and they do stray dog animal stuff, and they decide to extract revenge on the main dog Reggie owner who's treating them bad and yes that's what that's that's the brief synopsis what what is but I will say this. It's it's good. I feel like if I was if I had a glass of wine or if I had some Weed. edibles. Yeah. Okay, there we go. I was okay, I was gonna say edibles, but yes, I would enjoy this a lot more. It's one it's one of those things. It, it's good. I, I get what they're going for and everything. I would if this was on TV, I would turn it on again. This is not something you should watch sober. Yeah, I feel like the jokes would have hit harder and longer if um like I feel also like some 20-year-old me, I think 20-year-old me will will love the shit out this movie. Our younger selves were so stupid. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fun ride. I think watch it. Let me know what you think. But I just feel like if I was a little bit um enhanced, then um I would enjoy <laughs> this movie a lot more. <laughs> okay okay um did i can't remember if i talked about the new ninja turtles movie on the show but you got a chance to catch it i I did talk about it yes because you said this is the best anime or no you said this is the best was it you said you you called it one of the best of something i caught it one of the best i caught it the best animated movie of 20 
23 thus far. And I only put it above Spider-Man because Spider-Man is not a complete movie. Okay, right. So um, I had a chance to catch it and me and my son watched it. I love this movie. <laughs> this movie is well done. Shout out to Seth Rogen, Jeff Rowe, whoever is involved in this. Y'all did y'all thing on this one. Yes. Um, Do you one agree of my or favorite... disagree with me? Oh, no, I agree. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Um, See, my thing is like if Spider-Man were like to be continued, I'd be like, yeah, okay. But you get a complete story here. Right, you do get a complete story. Uh, as of right now, I would say I agree with you, but if I change my mind later on, then uh, I will let you know because I okay. can't think of it. But right. okay. But one of my favorite parts of this movie was when they just cracked or they just beat somebody and they come out and they're talking about how uh, they're going to meet the guy and they start doing the whole New York accent thing. Hey, Ock, give me a uh, bacon and cheese, bacon and cheese. And like they did the whole thing. Yeah. Like one thing I loved about this movie is these are teenagers in yes. today's times. Yes. This is not like, because if you think about it before, it was like they're teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but like they're played besides, by like, they're played by adults. Right, but I'm saying, like, even their antics, like, besides skateboarding or pizza, like, what really, like, their dialogue didn't really seem like teenagers. This right here, their dialogue fit their their teenagers. Yes, and they're like, yurt, yurt, yurt. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means, but I heard heard the young people saying it. (laughs) My son ate that shit up. He was like, yeah, boy, that's what they be doing, everything else like that. So he he was right on par with it. Right. (laughs) So he loved that. So I was like, I appreciate that. And with that being said, that brought to me something I thought about later on. Ayo Edibra, sorry if mm-hmm. I say the, lane, the last name wrong, she voices April O'Neil in this movie. Now, some of you might be like, who is Ayo Edibra? Well, she then, has had a if, fucking phenomenal summer. And this is where I like to put the shine on her for right now. Because some of you might be, well, majority of you are probably familiar with her from The Bear. Which is amazing show, season two drop. Y'all should go ahead and watch it. So I looked up. So I'm like, hey, she's been in a lot of things lately. So let me look it up. So I want to say she deserved her flowers because this is. I'm gonna run down a list of stuff she's been in since 2020. So the last three years, she was in The Bear. She played uh, Missy. She did voice actress Missy on Big Mouth. She appeared in Abbott Elementary. She was in Theater Camp. How was theater camp? It was excellent, man. Fucking phenomenal. Um, not to rain on your parade, but she was also in bottles, but you could tell tell us about that later on. Uh also, she was in a movie this year called The Sweet East. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. I wanted to check that out later. Um, as you look that up. Also, she was a voice actress in Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. She played Glory Glory Grant. I already mentioned she- Major. She was the cute little black girl that um got Miles out of there. Right. And and also she appeared in Black Mirror. So yeah. AO us at We Used to Talk About Talk About This at Work Podcast. We appreciate your work. Doing you're great at great work. You're great at everything you're doing. 
We're giving you your, I know it's early, you're young in your career. We're giving you flowers now because everything, we see everything we do, you're doing and we appreciate that. Yeah, she's, she's fucking crushing it, man. Um, But yeah, on that vein of um her killing it, she is in Bottoms with Rachel Sennett. And uh, as uh, DJ Khaled would say, another one. Uh, the movie's fucking hilarious. Um, it's about um misfit um girls in high school that are also lesbians, and through a series of lies, they convince the other girls in the high school that um they spent the summer at juvie, and they start like a self defense club, and like they beat the shit out of each other. So. Like moments until this movie, you realize it's like a fight, fight club thing. (laughs) Kind of, it's a comedy. So moments until the movie, you realize that this is like a move, like this is it's like a heightened reality. So like, literally, don't take anything seriously. So like, there's like um people getting hit with cars, like uh people getting stabbed and stuff in like ridiculous ways. This movie is hilarious. All right, I'm definitely gonna check this out. Also, Cindy Crawford's daughter apparently is an actress, and she's in the movie. What's her name? Uh, why? Yeah. Why? Why did you ask me that question? Um, her daughter's name is. Oh, uh, Marshawn Lynch is in this. Yeah, he is so funny too. Right, Kayla... I did like. <laughs> her name is Kayla Gerber. Okay. Um, she a nepo baby too. All right, nothing's popping up with her. Um, but no, it's absolutely hilarious. Like, I, I can't like I can't recommend it enough. Like, um, IO has been on fire this summer, and like this is just another great one, like just to add to her her uh, resume. Uh-huh. Um, also I finished live action one piece. Hold on real quick. Okay. <laughs> oh okay go go ahead i, I don't <laughs> know what's happening here if you can um <laughs> okay uh put for, put the, for, put, for the, the straw, put the put the straw hat on and then put your headphones on outside <laughs> that 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 yeah, that, that doesn't kind of, reach. That, that, ah. But yeah, uh, so yeah, for the audio listeners, uh, Matt has his straw hat on because he's a straw hat uh, pirate. Um, a Mugi Water straw hat in Japanese. Okay. Um, so the Netflix series, eight episodes. Overall, I love the show. Um, I could personally tell that like some stuff like was happening too quickly where I'm like, this was probably like several episodes in the anime, but I had a good time. I appreciated that. You know, we kind of just got to the point with a lot of stuff Um, for what I understand where this season ends was like what, maybe 30 ish episodes into the, to the anime. No? A lot more. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I just appreciate that, you know, we kind of got to the point in like a little under eight hours. Um, I don't like how um, 
the, the, there was a recurring character of the was that the vice admiral and what's that boy's name cody kobe kobe i didn't like that they were in every single episode and so like i wish like we could that's, that's oh no sorry go ahead finish your so, thought so like i i just wish that i i get it like we only have eight episodes to work with and x amount of budget so like these people we, we working with twos we got i understand that so but i just wish like there was like a few episodes where we don't see them so it's more impactful when they run into luffy and the gang again you know right and plus anime like one thing i did not like about this is like for you like kobe's a main character right kobe is not a main character at all in this i didn't really see him as a main character but i mean like as often as they showed him yeah like the thing with the thing with Kobe is he's there in spurts. It's, you know, when he first meet Luffy, then multiple episodes down the road, he will show up again. Multiple, ep- like, it wasn't as frequent as this. So we're, like, he is not a main character. He's not even a side character, really. He's more like a third-tier character in the One Piece to later on where blah 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 but majority on he's not that big of a character so like i didn't appreciate them constantly leaning on him and garp too well garp well garp is kind of like a main character but as far as kobe is concerned yeah i'm hoping that um in season two we don't see them again until like the last few episodes and like they're just the straw hats or just we're doing new adventures with new people you know I'm hoping and that's that, what they do with season two. And I don't, and that's the thing. It's like, I don't, they did so much of a time crunch mm-hmm. with this. So I don't know where they go from, like how big of a time jump are they going to, or not only a time jump, but a time crunch, because there is other members of the straw hat crew that you haven't met yet. Right. So are they going to just skip, couple years or whatever and go from there or are they going to crunch these episodes these arcs to where and like I don't know how they're going to do it but I did appreciate I enjoyed it for what it was it was for me for a sense of somebody who loves One Piece to see a live action version it's good for you for people you who's heard of One Piece but didn't want to watch thousand plus episodes so they was able to shriek it down I get what they're doing I'm just happy now like I had my a guy at work was like, oh, I watched the live action One Piece because everybody knows I love One Piece. And then, hey, I like One Piece. I saw live and they're like, they're asking me questions and everything. So I'm just glad that One Piece is getting more attention and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good show. Um, Who's I, your I, favorite character? I really like Luffy. Like just like just based off the actor, like everything that the actor is exuding like I'm feeling it through the screen where when he's like talking about how he's going to be the king of the pirates and stuff. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm with you. I'm with you, dog. Like I'm a ride with you too. Like it's just something about how the actor's like doing the role where he's just like, he's like crushing it. You know, I'm so happy you said that a tear almost came from my eye. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If I would have said, Hey, let's watch this one piece before you would have been like, nah, 
I don't like anime, but Natalie Chu, my favorite character is is Luffy. I'm just so happy. No, I don't know if I would feel the same way if I watched the anime. I'm just saying I'm basing this off of the performance of the young man. Right. And and his basics, his base is what Luffy is. Yeah. His optimistic nature, mm-hmm. his carefree nature, his I we're gonna like if you realize. Luffy doesn't call anybody by their real name unless they unless he likes them. I didn't notice that. Yeah, you see how like all the different pirates, like Buggy, he never called Buggy by his real name. He never called like he never calls anybody by their real name, but his friends, he calls by their real name. Okay. So and once he you're his friend, now he will do anything and everything above uh, for you. Okay. Okay. Um I didn't care for Usopp. Usopp? Usopp. 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 Like, I didn't like how, like, like from a young age, she running around um, lying, talking about pirates are coming and stuff. Like, of course, like, when you get big and the stuff goes down, people are not going to listen to your little line behind. Like, all he do is lie. Like, oh, yeah, I single-handedly took down, um, what's the shark man name? Arlong. Are along by myself with some help, you know. I'm like, bro. Do, do you know stop why? Lying. Do you know why he lied? Like why he's lying all the time? Why he li- why he lied as a kid? Why did he lie as a kid? Because the pirates are coming. Mm-hmm. Who's his daddy? That one dude. The the the, the fr- pirate. Yeah. yeah. So the the he he was lying to bring it, keep lying to eventually that his dad will come home. That don't make no fucking sense. As a kid, it does. I'm going to keep saying that my dad's going to... Well, think about it. If you had a dad who left, oh, he won't come home. He won't come home. He won't come home. So he kept saying that the pirates he won't, the pirates are going to come home, hoping that his daddy come home. Right, but it's like they're coming, making it sound like they about to roll up. Right. But they're not about to roll up. You say that when you see them on the horizon and, and shit's about right. to go he, down. He, he a kid. He a see, kid. And look, I understand his mom was sick and stuff, but I'm sorry. We we all black. I'm black. You black. You saw black. He would have got that belt after the first time. And that's where I feel like the the downside to the TV show is they don't uh, they don't do enough explaining of why things happen um, on a TV show. Like they they don't go in depth. Like for example, um, when Luffy says that he knows uh, Usopp's daddy, right, mm-hmm. and he works with him, he was like, "You know my father," and then they cut to the next scene that was over. There well, was a whole well, episode of them. The flashbacks. One of the flashbacks uh, when Luffy was a kid, uh, there was a black dude hanging around the um, redhead pirate man, uh, Shanks. Shanks. And I I just assumed since he's black and you saw us black that that was his dad. No, he had a he had a name that said Aesop on it. I didn't see that shit, but I was oh, yeah. just like, okay, he's black, and then he said that he knows his dad. So <laughs> it's shorthand, oh. man. It's visual shorthand. <laughs> right, right. I didn't like how they didn't age the people up much. Like, um, they do the flashback of when Luffy was a kid hanging out with Shanks and his crew. And then when they show them in present day, they look exactly the same. I didn't like that. As far as like the other crew, Shanks and all them. Yeah, like the adults. Oh, yeah. The, the adults don't really 
yeah change like i didn't like i mean you couldn't have like i don't know puffed them up a little or something <laughs> but the straw hats do change over time and one thing i did appreciate is the changing of the clothes when they went to different areas mm -hmm. they do do that in the anime where oh, different cool. arcs different arcs they wear different clothes and stuff like that it's not like doug where they wear the same thing throughout the whole thing they like do that. depending on the arc they, they they do change the clothes I also liked how the the um the logo changed every episode. Yeah, showing which one um they was gonna really focus on. Yeah, and that's where like the I guess the downside of this is like they devote twenty plus episodes to each story arc. So mm -hmm. like they show briefly about how Nami was doing this and she didn't want to do that or whatever. But imagine twenty plus episodes of that happening to when this finally happens and then it hits you where it's like okay. After all that stuff that she did and they went through and now he's like, I'm still going to rock with you. And she's like, I finally says, I I need your help. It's like, I right, hit you in the fields and stuff like that. So my question to you as somebody that has seen all of um, One Piece, like, do you feel it is really necessary to have such long arcs? Like, I understand you want details and stuff, but it's like, all of that can't be like essential to the story okay so two things a lot of times in these episodes not fill, i'm taking out filler episodes do you know what filler episodes are yes okay okay i'm taking out filler episodes they do do a lot of flashbacks and okay i feel okay. and i feel like flashbacks are not needed at all but One Piece has a lot of flashbacks in these episodes in their episodes now do do they need to be this long Yes and no. Yes, because sometimes small details of um uh, let's go back to Sanji. Sanji and um his hey, cook. No, oh, Sanji oh, oh, and his okay. cook. I, I was thinking of um the, the guy with the swords. Okay, yes, the cook. Yes. Well, that's another thing, but it's not like them like you see how that was a little bit longer because it takes time to say that he was there for so long and everything and then he finally does it and stuff like mm -hmm. that sometimes it does take multiple episodes uh but now you brought up uh sanji or he says in the girl you mean zoro yeah zoro that's what i was thinking though yeah yeah and that's another thing where he was like he don't have any friends but like in the anime he has the other friends like the other people in the dojo thing mm -hmm. he has friends with them but whatever he can't include everything but so yeah some stuff needs to be there because you have to explain stuff in detail so when things hit the fan or things go awry, it means a lot more in case we just breeze through it. Okay. And I, that's why I said One Piece being this long, it gives you plenty of time for you to either fall in love or hate these characters. So then when something does happen, when somebody dies or this Nami thing or stuff like that, it means more. All right, um, that takes us to this week's discussion of Nefarious. Execution scheduled for 11 p.m. But he's trying to convince us he's gone insane. Therefore, incapable of being executed. I need you to prove he's faking it. Edward? I'm gonna ask you some questions. I'm not Edward. I'm a demon. On the day of his scheduled execution, a convicted serial killer gets a psychiatric evaluation during which he claims he is a demon. 
So, Matt, I want you to tell us why we're reviewing this movie. We got a request off Twitter. Um, hashtag Mr. Mrs. T Tillett at T-I-L-L-E-T-T-4-C-T. Um, and she wrote, hey, I'm considering watching Nefarious. I'd like to know if it's worth watching podcast. Have you guys watched it yet? Check it out on Prime Video. So we got to, we appreciate comments. So we listen to our followers. So they recommended this and we watched it. We did. Matt, we're just doing positives right now. What were, what, what were your, some of your positives of this movie? My positives, it's a, a great um, premise. Plot, plot, yeah, premise idea of a uh, demon being in a convicted person and uh, a, a a psychiatrist, like the ideal of it, he's about to be executed. So the psychiatrist has to determine if he's mentally capable to be executed. It's a it's a nice premise of um of that scenario. I agree. It's a really good premise. Um, I was interested to see where it went. Uh, I feel like it's some pretty solid acting, um, specifically by um, Sean Patrick Fennery, the guy that played the um, person claiming to be possessed by a demon. Edward um, Wayne something. That's the psychiatrist. Uh, no, that's... Uh, oh, the, his character's name. Yeah, it was Edward Wayne... Shoot, I know because it was it was three names. Yeah, I I thought it was funny that they did that because you know, you, if you got three names, you're a serial killer. So I'm like, y'all funny right. writers, y'all are funny. Um, his character's name. Well, <laughs> I I'm on IMDb. It says his character's name is Nefarious. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um so I appreciate that the acting was solid. Um I appreciate and this is probably Oh most- sorry. Edward Wayne Brady. Yes. Um this is mostly probably because of budgetary reasons, but I do appreciate that this was like a acting heavy movie and that, you know, the dialogue had to um th- this movie only stood on the dialogue like there weren't like crazy effects or anything like that. Like it was all writing because like most likely that's what they had to work with budget wise. So um, that being said, I'm speaking for Chad right now. I'm not speaking for Matt, Um, but this movie is some Christian propaganda and I didn't like this shit. Um, I didn't appreciate how this movie is like, Oh, Hey man. Um, So, um, we should all be pro-life. Don't get abortions. Don't matter what it is. Don't matter your life situations. Um, <laughs> basically, the movie's like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, race relations are okay right now. All you need to worry about is the good Lord above. And I'm like, what? what, what, What's happening here, movie? What the hell? What, what? What's going on here? So let's get into it. Uh, first of all, they tricked us. Yes. They they make this movie to seem like it's a horror movie yes. or like that. It is not. 
I agree exactly what you said. This is some Christian propaganda wrapped up into a horror movie. It's not a so horror a, movie. It's not a horror. I mean, I'm, I mean, it's a horror. Like, yeah, because as I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, yeah, he he's switching back from each character. I'm like, okay, let's see where this goes. And next thing you know, oh, you don't kill three people, and they're talking about abortion, and I'm like, uh. Okay, let's see where this goes. And then he keeps going, and he's like, yeah, you killed up. And I was like, wait, what? And as we delve further, I was like, honestly, once that scene happened, I was like, all right. Yeah, I am out. totally checked out of, the, yeah. of this movie. Same. So Martin makes an idealistic statement that says, we, we've we never been freer. Literacy, this is, sorry, this is the psychiatrist. Literacy is at an all-time high. We're working to eliminate racism and tolerance gender equality people can love who they want to want be who they want do what they want diversity is no longer a dream hate speech is no longer tolerated and politically we reclaim the moral high ground right that's what he says and then later on uh nefarious rebunk talking about like gay points where the average high school graduate reads at a sixth grade level. Your basketball players making thirty million a year, decrying racism, all while wearing sneakers made from a slave labor. Here's something for you. Right now, your world currently has forty million slaves, more than the Romans had at the height of their empire. Want to know the best part though? Half of those, half or sex slaves. As for hate speech, you want to hear some irony? We didn't even come up with that. Meaning, demon devil, you did all that by yourself. What the fuck does that have to do with what he said? Everything right. he said that the psychiatrist said was the truth. Now, bringing up basketball players and all this other stuff, that had nothing to do. Those are just talking points that they use when they talk about shit like that. Right. They might have just, shit, he might have just said, nah, you on that woke shit. Yeah. 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 Did not like. Did not yeah. fucking like. And, and it's like. I'll oh, go ahead. And it's like, you know, we've seen like similar premises where it's like, um, like like a horror movie where it's like somebody's like, I'm an atheist, I don't believe in this this biblical stuff, and then by the end, like it's shown like the biblical stuff is real, but it's not rubbing your face in it, right? And I I feel like they could have, they could have not been leaned so hard on like, oh yeah, um we we believe in these certain politics we didn't have to do all that right because they they could have still done went the same route instead of just making the talking points make it seem like um like love thy neighbor or something like that and Mm -hmm. brought that part of the bible into it for spent like instead of these same old talking ports of oh no abortions and uh rich black people like that they still could have made their point right and the thing like the ending of it like i don't know if they did on purpose or not but like i did not like how at the end nefarious was in a a homeless black woman at the end i didn't care for that shit one bit either right no absolutely not no i i didn't understand why nefarious possessed the psychiatrist and then immediately left him right and they're trying to make it seem like oh Cause uh what do they say? Not like divine inf- intervention, but like uh Oh, because he couldn't kill himself. Right. Cause they said like the gun went off three times, but like divine intervention, God stepped in and saved him and everything else like that. 
But then, like, the weird part about it, it's not like he crossed over and became a Christian afterwards. Yeah, like, I thought, like, when he was doing the interview at the end, like, dude was going to be like, yes, and I believe now. Like, you, you didn't do that. And it's like, I don't understand what the point of spreading Nefarious's message was. And also, like, Nefarious is like, I wrote down a manuscript, and this is going to be, like, uh, Hale's Bible. But I'm like, people don't consume information like that anymore. Like, right. we don't, even if you are a religious person, or if you're uh, on that side of the internet, which you're, um, I can't even think of anybody, like, super Christian on that side. But, you know, like, like, hardcore, like, um, who's that guy? Um, he, he was posting those videos, Ben Shapiro. Like, the, even, like, those type of people, like, you aren't going to just be like, okay, cool. Here's a book from a serial killer talking about some stuff, like, some tenements. Like, nobody cares about, like, that's not that's not how you get engagement. You got to get out there. You got to infect the young people. You got to get on TikTok. You got to get on YouTube. You got to spread your message that way. Writing shit down in a manuscript is not going to fucking get you like Bible 2.0, but but the bad one. Right. Right. So I, I don't know, man. Um, Some old ass motherfuckers wrote this. Right. This was not... Um... Also, when he was cross when he was crossing back and forth between the nefarious and the convict, I did not like him sniveling. I, yeah. I didn't like that part. Okay. You know, you seen glass and other ones with James McAvoy. Yeah. yeah. When he goes back from the split personalities, he does that perfectly to where this, this wasn't done. Like I didn't like the snivering crying and everything else like that. He, like, why is he crying and sniveling? He could have just been a regular person, like, kind of, um, not sad, but, like, sad or angry or whatever that his body's been taking over. But, like, he just sound like a coward doing it. And I, and I don't like that. Real quick, one more thing. And I think it's wild. Wild. I know they do this, but, like, actually seeing it again, I think it's wild that, like, we do uh, viewing executions. Oh yeah, yeah, that is. I, I get, I get. Like certain people need to be there just for like random people. Like, oh, I want to go see this guy die. Well, it's not and random people. Got, it's like the family and stuff. Like right, that. but they got reporters. Like, I think that's wild. That might as well, just, well, then that's to me. That's like basically like public hangings. Yeah, but it's not. But I, you had a trial though. Right, but I just think like that's wild. That she be like, let me go see. I know like the family wants to make sure that that person's dead, but it was just like seeing that. I'm just thinking that's crazy. I get that. I get that. Um, it's wild that we still do death penalty, but hey. Um, America, right? America, America. Um, what did you think the Rotten Tomatoes was on this movie? Honestly, I get this thing of forty percent, but leaning off off this. Christian thing. I want to assume it's probably got something. So I go to like 72%. So it only has 17 critic reviews and they got a 35%. But but the audience score over a thousand reviews 96%. See? I knew some dumb shit like that will happen. Yeah. Right. In even if I put myself in like Christian views and everything, 
it still didn't turn out the way quote unquote I wanted it to. You it needs to specifically. No, I'm saying like if I was one of those Christians or whatever like that, my wouldn't it be that he needs to disavow his um atheist yeah. stuff and, yeah. and everything he like needs that? To, yeah, he needs to no longer be an atheist. Yes, right, and then he needs to see the the will of God and everything like that didn't even happen. So why would I, as a Christian viewer or beliefs, give this such a high more high score just mm-hmm. for the simple fact that they pointed out those talking those talking points I like about uh celebrities with a lot of money and and abortion like to me that still doesn't even line up yeah no i agree i agree it's not a good movie but you know it, it hit enough enough points for the, for for this 96 percent audience yeah we're yes. not we're not doing trivia but um <laughs> like they say if you build it they will come and i guess they came for it um so yeah this was an episode um thank you so much for listening please rate like and review our podcast on your platform of choice if you have any feedback please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com follow us on youtube x formerly twitter instagram tiktok and threads it is a thing that exists we're on it we don't use it but we're on it Follow me at Letterbox at BOW1213, Matt at Mr. King0257. Come back next week where we discuss the Adam Sandler Netflix original movie. You are so not invited to my bat mitzvah. Um, friend of the show. Well, she's more than a friend of the show at this point. She's like an unofficial co-host. Rachel will be back to talk about her life experience in this matter and she might be back with a guess we'll see we'll see we'll see and like always i don't know if this is a good episode i don't know if it was a bad episode but whatever you think about it talk about it at work thank you for listening